wouldn't you like to know the judge and the DA when you face the judgment? Wouldn't having Jesus as your advocate give you comfort? Join us as Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, have an in-depth discussion on the judgment in this series as we seek our answers from Scripture. Eddie, you know, we've talked about this the last episode we have of how loving God is, and he's working on our behalf to making sure that as many as possible, you mm-hmm. know, enter the kingdom. And yet, we also know, sadly, that some will not. Some will not enter the kingdom. That is something that we pray about all the time, that we'll open the eyes, that we'll be able to touch people, that they'll be able to see the loving God and be able to enter the kingdom of God. But Jesus does talk about right. this, and I think we mentioned this in the last episode, a verse you wanted to bring up, and I think it's very important. Yes, uh, in Matthew 7, 22 and 23, uh, Jesus says something that's very profound. It's a little bit concerning, but it also points out something that's important in understanding whether a person is saved or not. Jesus said this, many will say to me in that day, and this is the, the judgment scene, as you'll see, But here's what they're going to say. Lord, Lord, they're calling him by name. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and then done many wonders in your name? Now, if you just stop there, you go, wow, these people are doing some pretty incredible things, and they're doing it in the name of Jesus. But these people are lost, and the reason they're lost is found in the next verse. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice iniquity or lawlessness. So these people were doing some wonderful things, but they practice iniquity. They were breaking God's laws, as it were, living two different types of lives. But the important thing to keep in mind here is that they did not know Jesus and he didn't know them. There's another verse over in uh, John. It says, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Sometimes it's uh, not what you know so much or what you do, but who you know. Because if you know Jesus, you're going to be doing his works. He's going to be living in you. So no need to fear the judgment in that case. Yeah, I I think that's uh, interesting in the verse you brought up that people who would we have been doing works for you all along. You need to correct your judgment. This is interesting that they think that they have they have a right to go correct his judgment, but it all has to do with knowledge. You know, Jesus said, "Go go away, mm-hmm. you evildoers, because you do not I do not know you." In uh, John seventeen three that you quoted, it says that this is eternal life that you know God and Jesus. Both of these are right. very important. Uh, it's very important for us to have a knowledge of God not a knowledge of religion. That's right. (laughs) A knowledge of God and not a knowledge of what other people want you to do to think you're religion. It comes down to that personal relationship. Right. And it's one that I know you and I so much value in our lives because we know that anytime, anywhere we are, we know that God is with us and we can talk to him about any situation. Such a precious thing to try to live like that. And yet there are some people who would prefer, apparently, to live according to a religious set of rules, not really know mm-hmm. the, the wonderful joy it is to have that sweet relationship with God. Right. Yeah, you know, there's a, a phrase going around right now that uh, I find very thought-provoking. 
it is, uh, and I've seen it on Facebook and other places. Uh, it says the church has left the building. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and that got me to thinking. Uh, I mean, it's a reference, I think, to Elvis. They used to say Elvis has left the building. This pandemic, uh, if you believe Romans 8.28, you believe that all things work together for good to those who love God and call this according to his purpose. Now, what has happened with this pandemic is forced us to seek a personal relationship with God for our encouragement and our strength. You know, if you ask somebody, why do they go to church? They could say, well, I go there to learn. I go there to get encouragement. All those are good things, but they can't go there anymore. Now they have to, if they are looking for that encouragement, they must have that in a personal way with God. So, you know, this uh, pandemic has, uh, has, has, led people to do things that they should have been doing all along. You got a good point. The events of today have turned a lot of people's minds to the end time because there's so much going on that that brought our minds to that. And with people being turned to think about the end time and turning to a personal relationship with God, that's a great thing. Unfortunately, and I I hope I'm not talking to anybody who's done the opposite, which because of the fear of what's being brought to us, they've shut themselves mm-hmm. off from God. And I think that's a possibility. But I, right. you know, I, I, my prayer is that mm-hmm. everyone here that's listening and you know, all around us is actually more attuned now than ever to see where, how God is working, even through all these calamities. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, one, one last point, because uh, I do want to talk about this picture of the Judgment Day in uh, Daniel, Daniel 7. But... Uh, one more thing about that we'll probably see happen uh, after the, we go back to normal. We're going to see a difference in the way that the churches reach out to people. We need to be reaching out to people rather than waiting for them to come to us. We're finding out that where the people are, they're on their phones, they're, they're on their computer, watching TV. Uh, I think this is the next way to evangelize is through these devices that a lot of people you know don't like but they can be used for good now having said all that uh isn't there a place in daniel 7 uh, charlie where it actually describes the judgment scene yes and you know what we're going to talk about that on the next episode Thank you for joining us on this episode of Answers from Scripture. Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, hope you'll join us for each episode and subscribe to this podcast. For more information, go to www.answersfromscriptureonline.com. That's www.answersfromscriptureonline.com. And for your personal Bible study, go to our Discover Bible School page. That's at bibleschools.com slash 1514. That's bibleschools.com slash 1514. And to contact us directly, go to afsepisodes at gmail.com. Thank you.